We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Buddy, and welcome Howdy. back to No Other Pod, the first No Other Pod of the 2018 MLS season after it opened, and uh, we'll uh, we'll dive into that game as much as we may not want to dive into that game, we will. But as always, <laughs> deep dive. I am Jimmy. I am with my man Dan. Dan, what is going on? Well, not much, my friend. Um. Happy uh, happy day after loss to you. I don't know. Is everyone uh, is everyone okay out there? Are we are we crying? Are we pissed? Are we calling for Peter Vermees' head? What's going on, everybody? I don't I don't know if uh, we're calling for heads yet, but um, people are upset. I heard uh, you know I was sitting over near the cauldron for for a lot of the game, and um, there were there were a lot of confused fans. Obviously, you know for. I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you know what happened. Uh, Sporting KC lost to NYCFC 2-0 at home to open up the 2018 season. Um, They only lost at Children's Mercy Park one time all of last year. And now they have started off the uh, 2018 season with a home loss. Now granted, NYCFC is a very good team. And a lot of a great team. A lot of people, you know, are picking them to go far, if not win MLS Cup. So, um, this is just the first game of the season. We don't want to overreact too much, but I don't know. Maybe we do. What do you think, dude? Tell me. I I, I was texting you uh, uh, obscenities. All right. I, now we're recording this on Monday. You're hearing this on Wednesday, people. But last night I was I was I was livid. I was fired up. Um, I was mad at how physical it got for a while, and I was like, is this ref going to bring out the cards? And eventually he did, thank goodness, but they were just they just kept pushing on us. And I was like, man, this game's getting physical fast. First game of the year? All right, if that's if that's the tone you want to set. But it was, uh, dude, where do, where do we start? I mean, going down uh, one nothing. I mean, from the get-go, you were at field level. What What were you thinking right off the bat? Did we look good at all? No, we didn't look good at all, and and it, <laughs> it was a little hard because you know normally I'm up, you know on on the side of the field in the press box, you know 
this game I was down at, at goal level, so it was a little hard to see down at, at the south stand, south stand end. But um, yeah, the the first 15 minutes especially, it was just like we never had the ball in, uh, in NYCFC's end of the field. It was just they were just a constant barrage, and and I was trying to figure Dude, they out they just kept coming. Yeah, it, I mean, and and you kind of had that feeling like okay, if it keeps going like this. It, 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 we're gonna break at some point. As good as as the defense was last year, like there's just no way you can you can sustain constant pressure, a constant offensive barrage like that. And, oh yeah, they didn't come to park the bus, dude. They came to score goals. Right, and and you know that 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 first goal, NYCFC scored their first goal in in the 32nd minute. It was uh, Maximiliano Morales. Um, and, and I mean, really, it, it looked like I don't know if the center backs were just out of position or or what, but you know, I think it was David Villa just kind of whipped bad. the ball into him, and and he just basically had to tap it in from you know five six yards out, and and really, there's you know, Melia being Melia just tried to take responsibility for everything, saying like the team played fine, it's on me, but man, you got to be a special no, goalkeeper to be able to block something like that. Yeah, I don't think he was going to block either of the goals. I think they were very solid goals, very solid build-ups for New York City, and they're a great team. Now, we were quick, though. I mean, Johnny Russell's quick on the wing. Gerso come in and came in and was fast as hell. And uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I like what we saw in the second half from Sporting, of course. But the first half, it just looked like we were we were playing defense the whole time. There, we, there was no offense. There was nothing. It was defense. Yeah, and, and so one, you know, this team offensively has actually looked pretty good in the preseason. They got a lot of goals from a lot of different people. Um, the new guys looked like they were kind of clicking, and, and I know we had we had talked about that on the pod, talking about you know it looks like actually the chemistry is 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 right there, and and then it sort of looks like the wheels almost just fell off in in this first game, and and Peter talked about at media day last week. Um, that there's there's nothing that really you can tell from preseason until you get into an MLS game, especially with these new guys. I phrased mm-hmm. that really strange, but basically he was saying, <laughs> was, uh, was um, yeah, what he was essentially saying was, you don't know what you're gonna get, especially with these new guys, until you get into an actual MLS game. Yes, they played some MLS competition in the preseason, but but they were they were preseason games. Um, you don't really know how guys are going to react until they get onto a field in front of 20,000 fans playing a real live MLS game. And and really, it just looked like some of the new guys struggled early, and it looked like the defense was way out of its element. Like, I don't know if it's Lobato being in there instead of Sinovic. I don't know. What what did you think? You know, I dude, all I got to say is when Lobato tracked down David Villa, and took that ball from him and just kicked it away. That that was amazing. That was yeah. That, that mean, was that was the best play anybody made all dude. night, and it was only necessary because of maybe the worst play anybody played all oh, night. Yeah. With that terrible set piece. How come no? I mean, is there not, dude? On set pieces, doesn't one guy stand back unless it's like five minutes? You know, like it's the 85th minute. One guy's got to stay back. Well, I think. 
so that was at the very end of the first half. I think it was even in stoppage time of the first half. And my guess was they were thinking, okay, a couple minutes have gone by. Um, we're gonna this is the last play. Six. Yeah, I think it was was it six minutes at that point. I don't remember if there were six minutes at the end or six minutes at halftime. But there was a, a number of minutes of stoppage time, and so they're probably yeah, thinking, six at okay. The end. This is so. There's yeah, maybe three minutes a half. This is the last play of the half, and, and then we'll, we'll we'll either get a goal or they'll clear it and we'll be good. Well, so Zussi was complaining because Maxi Morales was standing probably seven eight yards away from the ball, and they're supposed to be a full ten away. And Zussi was trying to get Mark Geiger, the ref, to get Morales to back up, and Geiger wasn't really doing anything. Oh no! And so at a certain point, if you're if you're Zussi, you either just gotta whip it in and and just hope you can get it past him. Or something. What you can't do is what they did, which is there was just this little tap off, and then as soon as the ball's touched, Maxi can close on, close in on the ball. He doesn't have to be ten yards away anymore, which is exactly what happened. Zussi didn't have any place to put it. Tried to pass it back. It got stolen, and then you had that via breakaway. And I was like, well, it's going to be two zero. I don't know how Lobato caught him. Um, Dude, he was on his horse. I mean, I I was yelling. I, I upset my dog because he's like, why are we yelling? I'm going to yell too. <laughs> it was a best, that was a play of the game for me. I mean, I, you know, we didn't score any goals, so we got to find something to to celebrate. But I think the theme of the night. I've seen a lot of people talking negative things, and it's like, come on, this is game number one. Like this, this doesn't even, this won't even make a dent in our numbers at the end of the year. You know what I mean? So it's just like now you got the kinks out, you got the jitters out. But I think the main things for me that I saw, um, and and one of our listeners, Chris Wright, kind of pointed it out. Um, you know, Lobato's marking back there wasn't all that great. I mean, I much rather would have I would have rather seen uh, Madronda or Sonovic, and then uh, Rubio just couldn't break free anywhere, man. Like he 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 was he was not open ever, right? It seemed like he hardly touched the ball. He did hardly touch the ball. Um, I don't even know if he... I, I don't think he actually ever got a shot off, um, which is not good no. if your center forward is not getting a single shot off on goal. Uh, that's bad, in fact. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> you know, I, I... So does Kyrie Shelton start on Saturday if he's healthy? Well, that see, that's the thing. is I don't know how much of it was actually... Rubio's fault and I know we got some questions from listeners who were kind of wondering okay um, what's going on with Rubio and and I feel bad for Rubio in a sense because he's probably the one under the most scrutiny because of how public uh, Peter and Rob Heineman were about comments about needing to bring in a number nine um, right but you know I know one of our listeners said uh, David O'Neill said do you think Rubio's non-existence last night was due more to him being out of form slash not good enough or to the fact that Vermees is positioning him so far away from the box that it's hard for him to get involved offensively um, I think that's a good question for me what R- the issue with Rubio was I don't actually think it was a problem with Rubio I think it was a problem with the offensive pieces around him because nobody was clicking nobody was getting that's the true. ball to out to Johan Crozet. Uh, Peter in, in the post game press conference even said Johan was out on an island by himself and we did not get him the ball enough. Um, yeah, dude, Johan looks like a guy who who you don't want to piss off. Um, he also looks like he doesn't <laughs> doesn't like to lose. It looks like maybe he went in that locker room and started breaking some shit. 
they actually told us in the locker room that we Johan was not available for interview. Um, they, See what I'm like, talking about? Because he broke yeah, things. Somebody wanted to interview Johan, and and SKC's communication staff was like, no, not tonight. Um, yep, they're like, nope, he uh, <laughs> he just busted his windshield. Yeah, so um, dude, I, I, I just he I just felt looks like it. Yeah, I felt so bad for him because like really. He, he's a dynamic player, but every time they tried to get him the ball, it felt like it was just a long ball. They were just firing up and hoping he could pull it down with his, you know, his toes just reaching out. Like, I don't know how many times I saw him stretching his leg as far as it could yeah. possibly go, trying to bring a ball down that really he has no business trying to bring down because there's no reason you should be firing a 40-yard pass across the field to him. Like, there was Dude, no buildup. He's a large man, though. Like, I mean, it's, he definitely, you know, beat some guys off the ball and, uh, I don't know. He'll be, he'll be tough to play against all year. Yeah. It, what's so interesting is he's such a different style on that right side than Gerso is like Gerso yes. to me. And, and it's kind of a good thing because you, you, you have options then, but like you said, Johan seems like he's, he's going to be a bit more physical. He's going to muscle some guys off the ball. And Gerso never did that. Gerso was just fast and technical, mm-hmm. and he tried to do something crazy with his feet to get around you. And then sometimes he could get it in to a dangerous position. Other times he couldn't. But I think you're right. Johan's just going to beast some dudes off the ball. Um, he does. He does. And I, I've seen a lot of fans having some early serious reactions. I think I saw someone say, hands down, worst game I've ever been to. And I was like, calm down and they they were calling for the need for a number nine and the need for this and i'm like we okay you're gonna make these judgments off one game can we at least get through a month all right let us get through march before we start freaking out about the pieces yeah and and that's when um so i was at i was at media day last week which was on friday before yeah that was cool man um and and uh I asked Peter a question. I, I, I was him trying off. to. I, I did. He flipped uh, you the bird unintentionally. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I hope that wasn't from my question. No, uh, it was. It was, dude. That's why. I was, that's why I screenshot. Was it really? It. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Um, it was amazing. So what I tried to do was I tried to ask him a question that would basically set up the ability for him to talk about these offensive pieces that we saw for the first time uh, on on Sunday. Um, yeah, it's the, a good the new guys. Yeah, uh, Johan, uh, Felipe, and uh, Johnny Russell. And so I said, t- t- you know, we didn't get that number nine that so many fans had talked about, but tell me what um, these new offensive pieces can do. Yeah, you and said, Peter, does it take any pressure off of the need for a number nine? Right. And, and, and what Peter said was, it's extremely, in my opinion, disrespectful to the current guys we have on our roster to not understand that we have guys that can stick the ball in the goal. And it sent him off on this, like, tangent. Um, yeah, dude, for, like, five, ten minutes, it seemed like. It was it was a long time. Yeah. Um, and I think he, you know, I didn't dare ask him about a number nine after that game on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I th- he probably would have leapt over the podium and ripped my head off. Oh, yeah. Um, He'd be like, where's Johan? Get him in here. Get this guy, Johan. <laughs> uh, but it's clear that, you know, one thing he's preached over and over, and he did it again Sunday after the game, was was patience. And it's it's one of the hardest things for a fan to hear is you got to be patient because 
I mean, I don't know about you, but as a sporting fan myself, part of me is like, we've been patient for four years. Like, we've been really waiting and hoping to get past that knockout round. And, and, and the last thing we want to hear right now is patience, especially after you guys told us you were going to bring in a number nine. But he is right in that these players are very good and they're very new to the league and it's probably going to take some time for them to gel. And he even said Johnny Russell in particular, he called out, got better as the game went on and by the time we got toward the second half, looked very comfortable and at times very dangerous. So I don't know. Did you see that from Johnny Russell? He was, dude. I did, yeah. Johnny was, uh, I mean, he's good on the ball and then was picking out some good passes too. So I'm really excited to see what see what more he can bring to the table. Yeah, it's it's just it's gonna be hard waiting for these people, these players, these new guys to gel. Uh, I liked a lot of what I saw from uh, Felipe Gutierrez as well. Uh, that set piece that he took, that Sean Johnson just got a fingertip to, that bounced off the crossbar. That was a legit set piece free Bro. kick. Um, He's our set piece taker. There's no doubt. That was amazing. Yeah. I mean, that caught me off guard because I don't remember. Like, Benny was able to, like, do some pretty good set piece uh, free kicks. He was able to curl some things in. That was the first free kick in a while where, like, it kind of caught me off guard. And I was like, ooh, that was good. Uh, Yeah, bro. He didn't curl it or loft it in there. He blasted it. Sean Johnson was like, oh, tits. And just barely got a hand on it. Dude, that was a rocket. (laughs) Um I don't. I don't honestly. I loved don't, it. Yeah, I don't know how Sean Johnson got a fingertip on it. It would have gone in had he not gotten a fingertip on it. Uh, oh yeah, broke his damn finger. That thing was lasering so hard. Yeah. Um, I, I I do think you know. But you know what? When that hit the crossbar, I just, I, I said to my wife, I said, well, that just kind of sums up the night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it pretty much does. The other thing that summed up the night was when uh, Geiger. Well, actually, kind of both times. VAR was used twice in the game um, on Sunday. Yeah, that was exciting, huh? The first time, Mark Geiger, the referee... You were texting me. You were like, I can't see anything at field level. What What are you seeing? Yeah, is, it, was it a foul? It was on the exact <laughs> opposite side of the field. And all I see is, is Geiger point to the spot. And I'm like, oh my god, this is it. And the cauldron's going nuts. And then, you know... Sean Johnson standing up by the spot, and I'm trying to figure out why the heck is, like, what is going on? Back up into the goal. Let, let us take the, the penalty kick. And then I realized they were going over to VAR, and I was like, I swear, like, this game's, the way this game's going, they're going to overturn this. So that's when I text you, and I was like, what was it? I couldn't see. And and I think you said yeah. you actually think that they ended up getting the call correct by overturning it. Is that right? Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty clean, and they could have... Uh... It could have gone either way. I mean, he got the ball, and there really wasn't a whole lot of follow-through either. So it sucks to it sucks to say that. And that, that guy played a heck of a game. It's it's unfortunate that he won't get to play the next one since he got the red card later. Yeah, I don't feel too bad for him. <laughs> but uh, No, I mean, he was good, though, man. New York City is going to be a good team. So for us to be like, oh, my God, I'm so pissed that we lost. Nah, man, New York is good, and they're going to be good. Yeah, and so Chano, uh, Maxime Chano, uh, he's the the guy who got the the, the red card uh, later. He got it for um, denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity. This is where VAR yeah, came in duh. to play again, um, and this is where again it just kind of sums up the night that Sporting KC was having. Um, I was convinced it was a penalty kick, and then they review it. They show they show the red card, but then it's like 
what, two inches outside the box, so it's not a penalty. It's it's just a free kick, and we couldn't do anything. Um, and I felt like between those two calls, it just kind of summed up Sporting Casey's night. Just wasn't good enough. Things weren't going their way. And um, I don't know, man. It was a rough night. Very rough night. I mean, it's uh, we can't dwell on it too long because there's a, another game coming. But I, it's not going to get any easier. I mean, you got Chicago this Saturday. So what else is uh, what needs to happen? What needs to improve? Because you know the players are are unhappy. The players know this isn't the product they wanted to put on the field. They they know they can do better and that the fans deserve better. Right. And and the other goal that New York City scored was was by Jesus Medina. Um, and, and Peter said that that was just a broken play. Like that was just you know thing after thing just broke and and there was really no excuse for it. Um, and, and yeah, he, he ended up being kind of wide open one-on-one with Melia. Um, and, and again, nothing really Melia can do, uh, which, you know, I asked Melia again after the game sort of was, do you think it was expectations from being, you know, goalkeeper of the year, having defender of the year, the best defense, you know, does that enter your mind at all? And he really didn't make any excuses. Again, he said he should have saved both goals. I don't know how he could save both goals because the defense, to me, broke down in front of him. Um, but, I don't know. I, Ike said... Well, no. Did you ask him if he wanted to be on the pod? <laughs> I didn't because he didn't seem like he was in that kind of mood. Um, yeah, that's true. That's I might true. wait till he has a shutout and has a good performance. And I'm like, yo, Tim, come on. Talk. You, we, we've tweeted back and forth a bit. You know, Might as well come on the He's pod. He's a fan, dude. He's a fan of the pod. He is. So uh, I know you uh, you mentioned it to him when you when you got to meet him uh, or, or see him again. You've met him before, but see him again when you were back in Kansas City earlier this year. So uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll work on that. Hopefully, we'll be able to get him at some point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I the, the defense just has has to get better. And and both Ike and Beasler said it. Uh, you know, they they didn't make any excuses either. They just said that you know. They didn't play well enough, and once you know New York City kind of got them off their game in those first 15 minutes pressing so hard, um, for whatever reason, it was just kind of hard to recover. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, it was crazy, man. I was thrown off. I was just like, how are they coming so hard at us? Like, this is insane right now. Well, and Johnny Russell, I think it was, said that he didn't – according to him, they didn't expect them to press that hard so fast. So no. I think I think that caught Good them off coaching guard tactic. a little bit. Yeah, uh, Patrick Vieira. He's one of the better coaches in the league, I think. Um, he obviously Dude, which is did crazy because he's a new coach. I mean, he's never been a coach before NYC. Yeah, he he very clearly did his homework, and they had a game plan of we're gonna come in and we're gonna press and we're gonna attack, and it was gonna go one of two ways for him. It was either gonna go how it did and it was gonna work perfectly, or it was gonna be a disaster. Um, and there's really no in-between if you try to press that hard. You're either going to score or you're going to give up goals on the counter, and it worked for them. So credit to them. Um, They're a like good team, man, and I, I just don't want to play them. I'm glad we only play them once. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you know, honestly, this team will be such a different team come end of season. Just even if it's the same guys on the roster, I don't even mean like new guys. I just mean they'll have a whole season having played together. These new guys will be used to the league. Uh, players like Daniel Shallowy, who actually looked pretty good when he checked in, they'll have more experience. Um, I, I think the yeah, I, I didn't see him enough. 
Yeah, Peter thought he actually brought a little bit of a spark in to the game. Now, I don't know if that is because he checked in for Rubio or if that's because everyone else kind of started settling down around him. Right. It could go either way. Um, I picked in our preseason episode, I, I, I think I picked... NYCFC versus Sporting KC in MLS Cup final. So yeah. if uh, if that happens, let's hope it goes better than that game did. Because um, that was not very fun to watch as a sporting fan. Um, but well, All we can do is forget about it. I mean, you don't want to write them off right now. You can't. I mean, like I said, give it like four weeks and then let's have that conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and look at Seattle the last couple seasons. They got off to such a slow start on the first half of the season. Uh, oh, yeah, back-to-back back MLS Cup appearance. Yeah, and, and, and Sporting KC started off 3-0 and a couple years ago, I think, and, and they've gotten off to hot starts in the last couple years, and what's it done for them? Nothing, really. So Yeah, and not... then they would have a whole month where they didn't even win a game. Yeah, it's not how so you it's start. Just, we got to calm down. Yeah, it's how you finish. So I hate to be that guy. But I think we got to preach patience just a little bit. Um, you know, yeah. it, it, it Peter Vermees is preaching it, dude. So you just got to listen to him. But as fandom, dude, it's so easy to be like, oh, the season's over. You know, it's just you, you have these reactions right away, and it's it's kind of hard to get those out of your head. And I'm with you, people. Last night I was just I I text one word to Jimmy, and I said, pissed. Yeah, <laughs> that's all and, I and said. Pissed. That, that's totally fair because that's not how you want to start a season. Um, you know, our 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 guy Wasabi he tweeted us and said, "Can we just chalk this up to early team growing pains versus what seemed like a tough matchup?" Personally, oh yeah, I'm not ready to throw any player under the bus just yet. I just want to give the starting eleven more time, maybe a tweak or two at most. And and I think absolutely. Yeah, that's that's got to be the way you go. That's 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 the a most tweak, level. When he says a tweak or two, you're you're talking Lobato and you're talking Rubio. Like those are changeable positions, you know. Probably, yeah. And and it was interesting to me that Shelton wasn't even suited up. So that tells me that yeah, maybe his he had a contusion. Yeah, his injury just was a little worse than they were letting on because there's that's no way you, you don't set him up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I I I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. It's going to be a, a, a tough matchup next week at Chicago. Um, well, hey, wait, wait. One thing. Wait. Zussi, dude. Zussi is so good, but for a minute, he kind of looked like right back from the United States men's national team, Graham Zussi. And it he wasn't did. as solid as he had been. No, you're right. And 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 his corner kicks blew. <laughs> That's also true. Um, I hate it. Good news is we get well. Brad Evans is there. He doesn't really help the you know age part of it, but you do have an experienced MLS veteran who can push Zusi if need be. And I know fans have been calling for him. There is Jalen Lindsay waiting in the wings. Go on, um, Jalen. Go on, Jalen. I, I I don't think Jalen Lindsay in that lineup uh, Sunday does anything different really against the attack like NYCFC. Uh, but Dude, that's his first time in the 18, right? In the starting 18? I think so. But I that's can remember. That's fantastic. That's a great feeling for him. It's awesome. I, I hope that he... I Look, I, I know we've been kind of saying that we expect him to be with Swope Park for, for much of this year. If, if he can get minutes, I am all Maybe. for it. 
like I love it, and, and I hope that he can see the field more than EPB did because I know we all wanted to see EPB a bit more uh, before he ended up going overseas. So we'll see. Maybe Jalen Lindsay. You realize Jalen Lindsay is almost half the age of Graham Zuzzi? <laughs> How old is he, 17? I, I think and, so. I mean, Zeus is like 31 or so. I think, and isn't Brad Evans might Maybe be not. 34. He might be legitimately half the age of Brad Evans. Yeah, I'm looking that that's up crazy right cool. Now. Um, I don't want to make Brad Evans older than he actually is. Brad Evans no, is 32. I thought we looked this up. So we yeah, probably I was going to say he's 32 because we called him old, and I was like, oh, he's my age? Never mind, he's not old. I'm sorry, Brad. I tried to make you older sorry, than you Brad. were. You're not. Love you, um, Brad. He's a cool guy, though. I got to talk to him a little bit, too. And, and he's just excited to be in a new place, bring, uh, bring some veteran leadership. So hopefully he can help some of these new guys settle down, learn the league, um, especially ahead Johan, of... Go find Johan, because Johan's on a <laughs> cliff somewhere, pissed off. Yeah. Help him relax. Yelling at the sky. Um, I didn't realize, I never thought about this, but I guess they were saying that, like, in Europe, or really in any other leagues... Like, media doesn't go into the locker room after the games. Really? So it, it's kind of strange for these overseas players to to go into the locker room, especially after a loss, and just have, like, a swarm of media standing there waiting to talk to them. So, oh, right. Cause they, or, or you end up walking in on a bunch of naked foreigners, and it's like, whoa, hey, hey. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. You guys aren't supposed to come in here. Let me tell you. It's happened a couple times. Happened on Yo, Sunday. you walked in on nakedness? I've seen some more of some of those players than I care to see. Um, You've seen wieners? A few. But, uh, oh, we'll, no! We'll, we'll, we'll no! leave it at that for now. Um, oh, dude. We, this is our next Facebook vote. Whose wiener <laughs> do you think? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Yeah. I can't believe no, it, that. It's, um, yeah, no. I, I've i seen some more of those guys than I care to admit. But uh, Oh, my God. And you're a really white dude, so when you blush, it's very noticeable. Yeah, I try to I try to walk in. You, you just gotta keep your eyes down at your phone, but make sure your phone is pointing straight down at the ground. Um, I think I'm putting my phone towards the ceiling, and I'm like, oh, this is how I like to be on my phone. Yeah, this is. I'm not looking at anything. Um, this is how and I you text. just kind of pretend like nothing's going on. Um, oh but hey, that's God. the nature of uh, pro sports locker rooms. So I had no idea. I'm, I'm yeah, not gonna be able to stop. I mean, that sounds weird that I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about it, but it's going to be on my mind. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, we'll, talk, we'll you. talk later. All right, we'll talk later <laughs> about this. That's 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 the, the behind-the-paywall conversation. Um, this is hot takes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, so uh, you know, Saturday, first away game at Chicago against first away game. last season's golden boot winner, Nemanja Nikolic. Granted, there's no David Akam there, but what do you think? Uh, are you feeling good heading into this game? Uh, I think I'll be there, so it's going to be good as hell. You know who else will be there? Is I, do. I will be there, too. Yeah, so, uh, no other pods in the house. Little uh, no other pod party in Chicago. Um, That's awesome. We'll have our new black jerseys on, looking all sorts of fly. If you're going to be there, let us know. Tweet us at NoOtherPod, at JCMacko3, at DanCouser. Um, hit us up. We'll say hi. Uh, Absolutely. Pictures hanging out. I'm, I'm pumped, dude. I'm excited to be with SKC Nation, the road run, and uh, uh, hopefully hopefully get a damn victory. Now, I've I've been here about a year, and I, I haven't been to a Chicago Fire game at all, so I'm pretty excited to go down there. 
I have not been to one either. Um, so it'll be fun. I can't wait. Um, what do uh, what do you expect from this team? Do you think they're going to have a bounce back game? I mean, I think they're going to have to. I think they're going to be eager to put on a good performance, but also not too eager because Chicago's fresh, dude. They didn't play this week. I was just looking at the schedule. I was like, wait a second. Did Chicago not play? Yeah. No, uh, my wife has like three Chicago players on her fantasy team, and she's like, wait, they they don't play this week? (laughs) Oh, Marissa. I know. Hey, I did the same thing, though, dude. I had like a... Uh, I had a fire player as well. I had McCarty and uh, and some other teams didn't play this week either. I I was all messed up. I thought everyone yeah. played this week. I was wrong. Yeah, I don't think Toronto plays next week too. Just FYI, if you're uh, playing MLS really? fantasy, I think they have next weekend off because um, of Champions League stuff. Um, oh yep yep, Champions League's back. Well, that's scary, dude. I don't like that now that you reminded me they haven't played. I'm not feeling that great anymore. No, you shouldn't. Um, they're going to be fresh, dude. They've been in here training on the field. They're they're ready to go. And it's terrifying because uh, uh, Nemanja Nikolic is a monster. Like, he is a finisher. So if he even touches that ball, it's it's going in the net. And I... I, I, I compare him to this guy I, I played against on Sunday. I mean, I, I told my team, I said, do not let this guy have the ball. He should never have this ball in front of goal, cause, and he scored like three goals on us. And I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> you're like, I told you not to let him have the ball. We have to double uh, him down, and that's what you're going to have to do to, to Nikolic. He's, he's the guy, and it's terrifying. Yeah, so the the biggest unknown um, Golden Boot winner. is is definitely how are the Fire going to respond without having David Akam there. They did sign a Serbian winger named Alexander Katai, who's supposed to kind of fill that Akam role. So oh my good news for Sporting KC. That sounds like KC. a terrifying name. Yeah, he's, he's Serbian. Um, is it spelled on, Serbian way? Is it spelled like Ale- what? It's spelled like Alexander. A-L-E-K-S-A-N-D-A-R. Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, a he's on loan from uh, Alavis from La Liga, so the... um, I don't know, man. They're getting the... loans from La Liga now. How come we don't ever get loans from like top three leagues in the in the world? We got that Barca B pipeline, I guess, but that's it. Um, B team. Those are just the first losers. <laughs> that's right. Um, don't tell Ilya that because I will uh, not. He'll kick me in my shins. I don't think he'll. Yeah, he probably will. Uh, speaking of <laughs> I Ilya, I meant to say this about the, the, the game. Do you see how Ilya took the ball from Shallowy when uh, when that PK was called initially? No, you said that, that and I didn't, I didn't see it, no. Yeah, it was – so Shallowy picked take it? up the ball. He was going to take it, and Ilya walks up, and they start kind of wrestling the ball a little bit, and really? Ilya just kind of like pat, pats him on the cheek and says something to him, like, calm down, kid, I got it. And Zeus ran up and actually, like, took Shallowy away and was like, no, 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 let him take it. So, uh, what I don't know. What the heck? I, I think Ilya seems like he might be our PK guy, and part of me is like, that's weird. I don't necessarily think of our center defensive mid as our PK guy, but he right. also seems really calm all the time. And part I kind of like also... a guy just... Well, part of me also thinks, uh, where where's that leadership coming from now? I mean, you're just gonna step up and start taking PKs. That that says a lot about you as a person. 
Right. And, and, and to have someone kind of step up and be confident, be like, look, I know you want to take it. You just fouled. I get it. Let me, let me do it. Like, I got this. Yeah. Um, and, and to be standing there calm and cool uh, like he usually is. You should have asked that question last night. You should have – well, I mean, would, would that have been too much to ask Ilya what he said to Daniel? Uh, I would have if I could have gotten Ilya. He was he was showering for a long time, and then he came out, and they were kind of ushering us out oh, by the time no. he came out. And he came out after showering? Ilya, <laughs> yeah. Um, let your mind go where you will. You just see, um, you saw Sanchez wiener. I'll I'll leave that to theater of the mind. Theater but, uh, of the mind. <laughs> um, last I saw of Ilya, he was just smashing his uh, his cleats against the ground. Um, I don't oh know if he was trying to take out some of his anger, or I think he was trying to get the dirt out of it. Well, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't raining or nothing, and it's oh that's crazy. Yeah. No, but he yeah he walked up and he he took it. So uh, I think he's gonna be our PK guy. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's just something to keep an eye on going forward. If you forward. get a chance, be like, hey, remember the time you took that ball from Daniel and then you patted him on the cheek, probably too hard for his sensitive skin, and <laughs> what, what did you say to him? Yeah. Did, I don't know, uh, dude. That'd be, that'd be interesting. I, yeah. No, if, if it, I'm going to keep an eye on it going forward because if it happens again, I'm definitely going to ask him about it. It'd be um, tough, It's though. only a matter of time. Yeah. You hate to be the guy that's it's like, all... oh, what's your favorite barbecue? Well, okay. Someone did ask. I'm not going to call out who, but there was someone who they were like, you know, what is one thing Kansas City should know about Johnny Russell? And Johnny Russell was like, I don't know. Like He was like, I'm not having that question. Really. <laughs> He's like, like what is he that? He kind of laughed it off, but he was like, I don't know. Um, so, anyway. Uh, well, that's not that's not a bad question. I mean, but it kind of puts you on the spot. Like, uh, really don't want to. It's wanna... more of a. Yeah, I don't know. It's more of a media day question. I feel like because media day is when they're all like loosey goosey and like there was someone asking them like, "What's your favorite underrated movie?" And all the players were loving it. They're not like you ask them that question after they just lost their home opener two zero. They're not really yeah. feeling it. Like, I'm not yep. going to go up to Ike and be like, Ike, you said Semi-Pro was Will Ferrell's most underrated movie. Tell me more. And he's like, right. we just lost 2-0. <laughs> Ike, um, what kind of music do you listen to at times like this? <laughs> are you going to go watch some more Will Ferrell movies? Right. Um, do you? Are you possibly a fan of Wham? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. Well, yeah, we're... we're, we're We'll move on to Chicago. Chicago, um, bro. They scare me a little bit. It's tough to have anything to say. Think, yeah, we we don't know really what Chicago is going to look like or not. Um, they have most of their squad back minus the com. This Alexander Serbian guy could be great. Could take him a little time to adjust to MLS. So we'll, we'll see. He um, sounds like he crushed Rocky in Rocky Four or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, he might have. Um, I always think if you can get a draw from a road game, then it's a success. Is, is Do you kind of think the same? Yeah, I mean, that's always kind of the idea, but gosh dang it, why didn't New York City think like that? I mean, I <laughs> we need to go in here and get goals, and I, I really hope they got a chip on their shoulder and they want to prove something, because we haven't won in Chicago in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. This is going to um, be tough. I'd have to look up. I'd have to look up the last time it was, but... And it's gonna be uh, cold, dude. It's gonna be forty degrees. Yeah, it's gonna. There's. I saw there might be a chance of snow even. Um, well, depending snowing on if it gets right cold now, enough. so that would make sense. 
Oh, goody. <laughs> Bundle up, It was up, like dude. 60 today in Kansas City, so it was Jeez. wonderful. Um, Bring the layers. No I one's going to see our new jerseys because we'll be bundled up. No. No. Um, new jerseys look good. I thought they looked good out there. I thought um, they looked cool too, man. I was like, these are pretty sweet. It was a little strange seeing New York City in what looked like Sporting Blue and Children's Mercy Park. I, yeah. it, it, it was just a little different, but I, I, I'm digging the black. It, it looks nice when, once they're out there running around. Oh, um, yeah, 100%. So yeah, we're we're going into uh, Chicago, looking to get the first points of the season. Um, Chicago, like we said, hasn't played yet, so there's nothing really to uh, to preview from from their standpoint. But do you have a uh, do you have a, a score prediction for the game? Well, uh, score prediction sucks because because uh, we were so right wrong. with our last predictions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's too early to predict anything, dude. And I, I'd be I'd be shocked if we saw anything more than a nil-nil draw. And I walk out of there going, life sucks. It's not worth living. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> oh, I hope I hope we score a goal because I don't want to have to go through another week of wondering where our goal is going to come from again because that's not going to do anybody any good. Not Peter, not Rubio, not Shelton, not the fans. Nobody wants that. Um, I'd love to see the defense hold them to one goal or less. If they hold Nikolic and Co. To, to one or less goals, that is a phenomenal success. I think I'm going to go 1-1 one, one draw. And Bro, did you I think see, I'll leave it at that. We have the ability to score three or four, go- three or four goals a game. I mean, like, did you see Roger Espinosa almost head in a goal? Oh, I know. Uh, what was that Roger, about? Roger looks like he found the fountain of youth a little bit. Roger looks uh, like he wants to put the ball in the back of the net because he hasn't done it in a long time. So he's he's due. He he was fighting a back injury for a lot of last year, and and I wonder if that took more of a toll on him than any of us realized. Because I kind of thought Roger was past his uh, his time. I thought that if anybody was going to be the odd man out of that core of SKC players, it was going to be Roger. But he looked real good in preseason. And, uh, yeah, he was running all over the place yesterday. Um, so, or yesterday, from when we're recording this on Sunday. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. It was Monday It'll right It'll be interesting now. to see if he can keep that up. Yeah. It's, for us, it's Monday. For you, it's probably Wednesday. Um, <laughs> time travel. That's how it um, works. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm going to go 1-1, but I'll hope for more. We'll see. Hey, if, we can... if we got a goal out there, that'd be cool, but I, I think the drought's going to continue for a minute. And I think people are going to continue to get pissed and call for a number nine, and it's going to be crazy. You're probably right, but we'll see. Um, let's do a, a whirlwind recap, if you will, of uh, the other MLS games around the league uh, from last yeah. week. Columbus Crew went into BMO Field and beat Toronto 2-0. Uh, I don't think anybody really saw that coming. Did you? No, no one saw that coming. First goal of the game, dude, was from uh dude on my fantasy squad, Higuain. Yeah, he looks good. He looks like he found the fountain of youth, too. I um, know. Columbus is going to be deceptively good this year, so that, that they'll be excited. And, you know, I, I wonder if they'll stay in Columbus. Uh, did you see that the uh, Ohio Attorney General 
filed a lawsuit against Anthony Precourt and the Columbus I crew? I sure did. It's called the uh, Save the Crew lawsuit or whatever. Yeah, man. I don't know if it'll actually do anything or if it'll just end up being, you know, the crew have to give some money to the city or what. But right. Columbus, Columbus ain't going down without a fight. So we'll, uh, we'll keep awesome. an eye on that. I think I, I know I speak for myself. I think I speak for you too. We are firmly hashtag save the crew. Is that right? Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, we'll 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 keep an eye on that. We don't we don't want them to leave if they don't have to. Um, this was my favorite game of the week. Houston Dynamo just took yeah. it to Atlanta, and that was pretty part, nuts. Four zero, and it was four zero in the first half. Uh, part of that is my, you know, personal feelings toward Atlanta. I just like seeing them get taken down a notch. Um, right. But, you know, I thought Houston had a chance to win. I didn't think Houston would blank them 4-0. I don't know about you. Uh, I didn't think so either. So that was a nice surprise, if you will. Yeah, Houston Houston might uh, might pick up right where they left off. They made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals last year. So I, I don't know how much I want to play Houston this year. Um, yeah, I don't know either, but we got to play them twice. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia Union beat the Revolution 2-0 in Philly. Yay, I guess. Um, not, a, yeah. not a ton to say about that one. No, um, not surprising. Orlando City and D.C. tied 1-1. Yeah. Uh, did you watch any of this game? No, but D.C. had them, dude. D.C. had the game won. They let up a stoppage time goal, 90 minutes plus three. Stefano Pino scored, pulled back a point for Orlando. So uh, Orlando City fans happy. But, um, you know, I Orlando, I thought, given the roster makeup, granted they didn't have Sasha Kleschen, they didn't have Dom Dwyer, one due to injury, one due to suspension. Um, I think they might be a playoff team. DC looks not bad either. They couldn't hold on. But, uh, you know, DC is obviously much improved from last year. Right. Um, FC Dallas drew with RSL 1-1. I didn't get a chance to watch much of that game. Did you see see any of that? No, I didn't either. I think I went to a movie around the time this game was being played. Yeah, um, I think I'm looking right now. Um, one of these goals, yeah. So uh, it was an own goal that RSL had at the end of the game that, that ended up giving FC Dallas a point. Um, they were they were up 1-0, and then there was an 86-minute own goal that um, earned FC Dallas the draw. So that kind of sucks for RSL. Um, also not a great sign for FC Dallas that their offensive struggles are kind of continuing. Um, we'll see if they can get any better than they were last year. Um, yeah. San, Ho- San Jose Earthquakes beat Minnesota United 3-2. Did you see the end of this game? Because this one was no, crazy. No, man. These were late games, dude. Like the, the 9.30 games? I'll never make it. Yeah, this one was real late. Um, San Jose was up 3-0, and then Kevin Molino scored back. two goals within four minutes of each other. And then Colin wow. Warner almost had a, uh, a the, the game tire in stoppage time. He missed it by like a foot. Um, so That's exciting. Made it a bit exciting, yeah. Um, There's also two teams that people aren't that excited about this year. Right. So I don't blame so, you for not staying for up them. to watch that game. <laughs> um, LAFC. This might have been 
the biggest surprise for me. They went into Seattle and they beat Seattle in Seattle one to zero, thanks to yeah. an eleven minute eleventh minute goal by Diego Rossi. Did you see Latif almost scored like ninety seconds into that game? No, I didn't watch this game either, dude. I was uh I had to play my own game and then went to another movie. <laughs> dude, Latif was on one. He uh he had a header off a cross that just bounced off the uh the side post like literally like a minute thirty four seconds into the game, almost put wow. LAFC up right away. Um, so he started. But, yeah, he uh, he started. And Benny started. And and Benny started. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, it LAFC. I didn't I didn't know if they'd be able to uh, to hang with Seattle in Seattle, but it looks like they did. Yeah, it's a pretty big surprise. Uh, I definitely called a loss on that one. So. Yeah, I did too. Um, Vancouver beat Montreal two one. Um, don't care. I, I, yeah, good for Canada, Canada yeah. I guess. Yeah, um, <laughs> two Canada games. No offense, and then, Canada. Uh, LA Galaxy beat the Timbers two to one. My brother was there. My brother was sad because he's a Timbers fan, and I don't really feel bad for him. So uh, he can. Oh right, because the game was in LA. Get over it. It was, yeah. Um, Ola you Kamara, have, you've never been to that good. stadium, and he has. Yeah, you know, he's been there a few times. I don't well, know why I never got out there. He also lives there. He does. <laughs> yeah, Ola Kamara scored a goal. Romain Alessandrini scored a goal. Um, Sebastian Blanco pulled one back for the Timbers, but it was too little too late. Galaxy, man, they might make some noise. I knew they would, dude. If they, yeah, they sign your boys Latin in the summer. Look out for the Galaxy. <laughs> so stupid. You see uh, Mourinho said he expects him to leave. So really, I think it's happening. Yeah, he said he expects him to leave in the summer. So okay, I I think uh, Zlatan to the Galaxy. I think Zlatan even said this week that like it's a tempting thing to do. So I I think it's happening. We'll see. Well, there's really uh, no place for him on that United team anymore. So yeah, why why wouldn't he? No. And then Galaxy might as well just play two up top, put Zlatan and Ola Kamara right next to each other and. Man, that'd be scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to face that. Um, well, yeah, there's a couple of uh, CONCACAF Champions League games in the middle of this week. Tijuana plays the Red Bulls. Toronto plays Tigres. Seattle plays Guadalajara. But nothing uh, nothing too crazy there. you got to um, root for them, though. you got to root for your MLS teams in the uh, CCL and hope hope they advance. Yeah, for sure. Two legs I think, again. Uh, they actually, I believe, they all have, yeah, they all have next weekend off. MLS is really trying to work with them to make sure they have as much recovery time as possible. So nice. Um, Red Bulls play on Tuesday, so by the time y'all listen to this, that game will have already happened. Toronto on Wednesday uh, and Seattle on Wednesday as well. Um, I think I'll watch that Toronto one. Is that the only seven o'clock game? Um. It is, yes. And I lied. The Red Bulls do yeah. play this weekend. Um, so the league... Oh, wow. The league's just giving a little bit of special treatment to Seattle yeah. and Toronto. <laughs> so... Uh, that makes sense. Um, heading into next week, there's there's not a ton of like big marquee games. I think RSL versus LAFC might be interesting. A Western Conference match. Obviously, Chicago Sporting KC. Um... Other than that, you got the Red Bulls and the Timbers, and you got 
NYCFC and LA Galaxy. That might be the uh, the one that's kind of must-watch for me outside of um, the Sporting KC Chicago game because both NYCFC and LA Galaxy look good. So uh, I don't know. What do you think? Is is yeah. there one that sticks out to you? No, I think that's the one right there, dude. That'll be fun. Yeah, man. It'll. Uh, it's crazy. Can't believe MLS is back. Um, seen lots of full swing, lots of takes, lots of reactions. Um, I guess we'll just we'll just stress one more time. It's probably gonna be okay. It's better off to start slow and finish strong than it is to start strong and finish slow. So we'll. Uh, That's what she said. There you go. Exactly. Um, <laughs> think we'll leave it at that do you uh that's all i got tonight do you have anything else for for our good listeners nope guys as always please help us out with the itunes rating and reviews um we did get a new rating this week it was five stars there was no review attached but thank you so much for the uh for the five star rating whoever that was so absolutely um but yeah help us out help help your friends find the podcast um i'm sure we have some new listeners this week, so thank you for joining us. We try to keep relatively clean. I usually mess that up, and uh, Jimmy corrects me later. But uh, <laughs> thank you for being here. Yeah, no, it's all good. Um, thank you guys so much. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, comments, critiques, you want to talk about anything, tweet us at NoOtherPod, at JCMacko3, at DanCouser. You can shoot us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com, if your take is just too hot or too long for Twitter. Or you could send us a message on Facebook, like us, no other pod. Um, we will. Oh, dude, dude. Yes, sir. Somebody somebody needs to make a, a banner or poster or TIFO or whatever of you don't mess with the Johan with the movie. <laughs> You know, somehow meshed in with Adam Sandler's You Don't Mess With the Zohan character. Yeah, There you go. Someone's got to do something like that. Idea. Because Johan is not giving naked interviews, guys. Johan's the only one not giving naked interviews. <laughs> hey, now, I never said what that they think? were giving naked interviews. I just said... No, they're totally naked. I saw some... I saw some more of the players than I would like to. They make sure they put the clothes <laughs> you heard on here first, ladies. before they give the interview. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ladies are like, ladies are tweeting at you right now. Like, so who, who'd you see? <laughs> who, who, hey, what'd you see? Maybe, exactly? maybe some guys want to know too. We don't judge. Um, hey, no, that's all right. I, I want to know. All right. <laughs> we'll have a, uh, offline conversation. Um, you goddamn right. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, appreciate it. Um, we will, uh, be back next week after our Chicago adventure, um, we'll be tweeting this weekend while we're both there in Chicago, so look for that. Um, like I said, if any of you guys are going to be there, let us know. We'll try to meet up. Otherwise, we will talk to you next week. For Dan, I'm Jimmy. This is No Other Pod. We'll see ya. Peace out.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.